0: Well let's uh let's look again at um um at some scriptures and um, talking about just just you know keeping our um, worries cast over on the Lord. I, I got to see uh Phil uh this week I till my garden back there and he loaned me a tiller and because uh, Bob wouldn't loan me here. Uh, Bob didn't have one, so. and uh, but anyway, uh um we were talking about uh you know, some things about uh it's just good to know that God just takes care of you. I mean it 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 just you may want to call it practice or whatever, but it's just if you just keep rolling your burdens on the Lord, God takes care of you. And this is basically what um, life is about, because one of these days, this stuff will be over with, and, and it's not going to be like this. But we're down here in this world, and uh, I, the amazing thing to me is, I, we're, this is Psalm 25, And but if you started at Psalm 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, it's nothing but David. And David is talking about his own little old life, and um I'm gonna use psalm twenty five this morning but i mean twenty five psalms in a row personal about God get me out of the trouble that I'm facing right now i mean it's like it's so easy just to uh i like calling it maybe a hallmark moment or whatever we believe other things beside the scriptures and uh Hallmark's good, I know that, but I'm just telling you, sometimes the most common knowledge about Jesus is he won't do nothing for you. And it is ridiculous. The psalmist here, he, he's starting out, he says, unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul? I, like, I need help. Oh God, I trust in thee, let me not be ashamed. Now, could he possibly be talking about worried about going to heaven? There is no way. Look at this, let not my enemies triumph over me. Well, remember who David was? He was a king. And there were other nations trying to take over all the time. But then there were enemies at home he had. His own son tried to kill him, we know. Uh, he says, Yea, you let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Now remember, this psalm is in your Bible. It belongs to you and us. David has been gone forever. He's been gone for, let's see, we we'll give it 2,000 years, 2,000 and about another 1,000. Nearly 3,000 years. He's not nowhere around, but his words are to help us. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress uh, without cause. Sounds funny, whatever that is. We're going to come back to that. Show me the, thy paths, O Lord. Teach me, uh, show me thy ways, show me thy path. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, uh, for thou art my God of my salvation. Again, he's not talking about heaven. He's talking about, I got some troubles today and I need your help. And he's actually going to say this at the end of the song, just like that. On thee do I wait, notice this, all the day. So in other words, it's not like, well, just in general, my life. Notice, remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, and they, uh, for they have been uh, ever of old. Now, notice verse 7, because, see, wh- none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me. For thy goodness sake, O Lord, good and upright is the Lord. Ah, therefore will he teach sinners the way. The meek he will guide in judgment, and the meek he will teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, and to such that keep covenant and his testimony. For thy name's sake. Look at this. This comes up again. Oh, Lord, pardon my iniquity. Iniquity is talking about my sins. Well, who am I to tell God to forgive me my sins? That's because he will. For it is great. What is great? I don't know what he had done. But anyway. What is man that uh what is man is he no what man is he that fears the Lord? Uh him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose, his soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Mine eyes are uh ever toward the Lord, uh, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. What net? The daily bunch of problems that you have. Turn thou, excuse me, turn thee unto me, and have mercy, for I am desolate and afflicted. What happened here? What has got him so upset? Some sort of problem for the day, that's all. And he's not saying, you know, just I don't know if you're there, God. I don't know, but I just feel like I'm supposed to write this because I'm going to be involved in the Bible one day. He fully expected the Lord to turn unto him and have mercy on him for he was desolate and afflicted. Now listen, he was not talking about I'm desolate and afflicted from God. No, and I just need you to forgive me. No, I got troubles. Notice it says, the troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my pain. I mean, what is going on here? And then look at the rest of 18, and forgive all my sins. Consider my enemies, for there are, uh, are many, and they that hate me with cruel hatred. O oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Redeem, O Israel, out of all his troubles. Now, it didn't say redeem Israel because we need to go to heaven. Israel has got troubles. Now, I want you to go back here uh, and... Uh, Give me one second here, and we're going to look at this in the uh, in the Living Bible. And uh, here we go. And I want you to it 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 says the same, but uh, uh, this will be a good uh, good foundation. Look at this. To to you, O Lord, I pray. This is the same same story, same one. Don't fail me, Lord. I'm trusting you. Don't let my enemies succeed. Don't give them victory over me. None of those who have faith in God will ever be disgraced for trusting in him. Again, this is not talking about going to heaven. But all who harm the innocent shall be defeated. Show me the path where I should go, O Lord. Point out the right road for me to walk. Lead me, teach me, for you are the God who gives me salvation. Now, this salvation, you've got to recognize, this is, uh, this is daily help. I mean, you can look at it, but, uh, I think there's 22 verses here. All 22 verses, none of them reference heaven. None of them do. Uh, you're the God who gives me salvation. I have no hope but in you. Now, look at this. Overlook my youthful sins. Well, this is David now. I mean, David's just perfect. He plays on a harp today and whatever, and God just thinks he's great because he, no, God thinks he's great because David trusts in the Lord. It is something that you and I can do, and we're doing it. Okay. We trust in the Lord. That's what makes us, uh, now God loves us anyway, but I'm telling you, that's what, what brings it in, in your life. It, that's just how it works. Overlook my youthful sins, O Lord. Look at this. Look at me instead through eyes of mercy and forgiveness, through eyes of everlasting love and kindness. Now remember, he's putting stuff on the bargaining table. <laughs> I need help. And he's saying, as far as my sins are concerned, just overlook them. Psalm, I believe it's 143. I'm pretty sure I'm perfectly right on it. 143. David comes right out and says, "Hey, look, uh, don't, 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 let's don't bring up my sins right now. There's nobody's gonna ever be able to stand before you perfect anyway." And and, uh, but David goes right on into, "I need your help right now." And what does that kind of, what kind of message does that give you when you think about, overlook my youthful sins? David knew that God would do that, and we as Christians we need to make sure we do that. Other people will never come to know Jesus if we feel like he and I are not getting along right now. <laughs> I mean, man, I did something I should not have done, and man, I don't. I do go talk to him, but what did you do anyway? He probably won't talk to you either. Oh, this is ridiculous because um, you know the Bible just plainly tells us. He's put our iniquities as far as the east is from the west. And guess which guy wrote that? This same fellow right here, David. Kind of like what Phil, I've been talking about this fellow by the name of E.W. Kenyon. You know how he writes whatever? This same guy, David, wrote that verse in Psalm 103, as far as the east is from the west. Wow. Okay, let's keep going. The Lord is good and glad to teach the proper way to those who go astray? Well, I thought you wrote them off your list. If you went astray, you're just, no, no. he will teach the way, the ways that are right and best to those who humbly turn to him. I was reading in the book of Judges, it didn't take me but about five, I don't even, it wasn't a week. I read Judges at a certain time of the day, uh, I didn't, I mean, it's not that long, it just doesn't take long at all. It's got the story about Samson in it, you know, a lot of interesting things I got out of that, but anyway, uh, it has Deborah and... uh, uh, Gideon and whatever, but what was happening was the Israelites were like, Lord, we love you, yeah, we love you, and then they'd go after worshiping these other idols, they they just forgot the Lord, then they would get in all kind of trouble, and then the, this happened so regular, it was you could see it coming, it, they used the same word, Israel went after other gods, but then the other nations came and tormented them, and then the next verse it says, but then they cried out to the Lord, and he would get them out of trouble, I'm like, this is the same on page four, you know? They would go worship other gods. They would get themselves in all kind of trouble, and they would cry out to the Lord, and the Lord would help. I'm like, I get it. If I just cry out to the Lord, he'll get me out of trouble. And even all of those stories in the book of Judges had nothing to do about going to heaven. It had everything to do with my life is in shambles, and I need some help right now. I need to get out of trouble. So anyway, and we will obey him, and every uh, uh, path he guides us is a uh, fragrant and is, is a... Uh, uh, excuse me, guides us on. is fragrant with His loving kindness and truth. Now look, here comes again. But Lord, my sins, how many they are! Oh, pardon them for the honor of Your name. Wow, he does really believe this. Where is the man who fears the Lord? God will teach him the way to choose. No, how to choose the best. He shall live with God's circle of blessing. This is you know. And, and his children shall inherit the earth. Friendship with God is reserved for those who reverence Him. For with them alone he shares the secrets of his promise. Wow. Look at verse 15. My eyes are ever looking to the Lord for help, for he alone can rescue me. What's going on? Well, it makes no difference. What you're going through or what I'm going through, the Lord will rescue you. Oh, come and show me. It says, come, Lord, and show me your mercy, for I am helpless and overwhelmed, in deep distress. I mean, how often do we feel this way? I mean, man, I do, several times. Look at 17. I mean, you probably heard Bob mention this before. I mean, we laugh about it. My problems go from bad to worse. (laughs) This is great. Look at this. Oh, save me from them all. Now, unfortunately, you might not have seen that in the King James, but it was actually there. But sometimes we get a little bit lulled to sleep with a lot of that Elizabethan English, and it sounds like, well, I don't know if God's going to. (laughs) Yes, he will. Save me from them all. Where do we get that from? Well, we get that from reading the Bible. See my sorrows, feel my pain, forgive my sins. I just think this is great to see this right here so close to when I need help. Because the enemy, the devil, would just love to try to just beat us down and, and just try to make us feel like we're just worthless. We're, we're, we, you know, who am I to ask the Lord for help? We're going to have this help anyway. Verse 19, see how many enemies I have and how viciously they hate me. Uh, save me from them. Deliver my life uh, from their power. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, let it never be said that I trusted you in vain. Assign me godliness and integrity as my bodyguards. Well, notice They're <laughs> called bodyguards. For I expect you, look, isn't this amazing? I expect you to protect me. And look at this last line. This is the last line. And ransom Israel from all her troubles. That's an S right there. Not just one. It's an S. This was Psalm 25. Psalm 25. Oh, just for fun, the 23rd. Doesn't the 23rd say the same? Because the Lord is my shepherd, King James says, I shall not want. I have everything I need. For some reason... There's like a cloud that comes down. And when we hear, I have everything I need, that means don't ask for anything. It's like, oh, no, don't ask. It's, it's, it's just be thankful you're going to heaven. That's all. If David were here, he would be shouting at us for believing that kind of stuff. That is ridiculous. Look at this. He lets me rest in meadow grass and leaves me beside the quiet stream. Do you ever feel like your world's just turned upside down? And it's like, today is going to be the worst day of my life? Not according to the 23rd Psalm. He gives me new strength. He helps me do what honors Him the most. Sometimes we feel like this is what only God does in our lives. Notice, I need to be a better Christian, and we focused on this part right here as though that's all God. That's is. God's always going to help you do what honors Him. He, he is. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid. For You are close. What did you say? Close beside. Oh. Uh, let's see. Close beside me, guarding and guiding all the way. Uh, you provide, remember he says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You provide delicious food for me in the presence of my enemies. So that means your day is still, it don't look too great, but there's got to be a table here somewhere because I've got enemies that are looking. You have welcomed me as your guest. Blessings overflow. Your goodness and unfailing kindness, hook the passage. Your goodness and unfailing kindness shall be with me. All of my life, and afterward, remember it says, "And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever." And afterward, now here's heaven. I will live with you forever in your home. Hallelujah. It's just the rotten here and now we have to deal with. No, there's no rotten here and now. Yeah, there's troubles down here, but we're going to be all right. God's going to get us out of these difficulties. Let me. Uh, let's go next to. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Let me get out of here. See where I can. Um, okay, let's go to the New Testament a little bit. This time we're going to go to, uh, we're going to, go to James, and James chapter 1, and we'll start here at verse 1. James, remember, if you, if you didn't know, James actually was in the household of Jesus. He was actually, Jesus is probably the second brother or the third brother. He was actually a brother of the Lord. Uh, he was Mary and Joseph's son. Anyway, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. And look, I mean, the very first thing he says is the same thing David was saying back there in Psalm 25. My brethren, count it all joy. And notice he's not going to say, when you get to heaven. Or he's not going to say, when you think about heaven. Oh, it'll be worth it all when you get to heaven. Well, yeah, I know that. But so let's see what this says. Count it all joy, when you fall into divers temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith it works patience. That word patience there actually, he's talking about endurance. Oh, it's not just well put up with it. Maybe it'll go away. No, remember he asked us to do something, and that was to count it all joy. Quickest way I can figure on counting anything to joy is. I gotta smile. I gotta crack a joke. I gotta do something. It's that you've been there. You know how to help people that are sad. You can say oh, it's not that bad. It's that kind of stuff. Tell yourself, it's not that bad. You're still alive, aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm alive. Well, make yourself laugh. And there's a reason you're doing this. <clears> he <throat> says, knowing this, that the trying, or you could say the testing, and it's, and it's not the Lord. It's the enemy trying to ruin your life. <clears throat> the testing of your faith it works patience. But he says, let patience. Have her perfect work, look at this, that you may be perfect and entire. There's the 23rd Psalm right there. Wanting nothing, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. And he talks about this table spread before me. <clears throat> and he talks about, you know, eh, no matter how dark it gets, you're with me and you're going to protect me. And then he goes on and says, if any lack wisdom, and, and it could be lack anything, it works the same. Let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally uh, and upbraids not. And it shall be given him. The word "upbraid" means, you know, chew you out, be mad at you. Well, I'll give it to you, but you know what? We need to have a little talk. You can't always be expecting me. In fact, this is, I'm not going to help you today. No, he says he upbraids not. And look at this, and it shall be given him. But here comes our responsibility. But let him ask in faith. Well, that's too hard. I don't understand that. Yeah, you do know what it is. The fish you are biting. Are you going to go? I don't think I'll catch anything. Well, you don't have any faith. Well, your football team plays this weekend. You going to win? I'm not going to that game. We're going to get beat. Well, you don't have any faith. Let him ask in faith. So asking in faith, the first thing would be is, you know what? I'm just going to ask. Yeah. I had to learn that. Just ask. A lot of times I can be floundering around in my problems, and I hadn't even asked the Lord. Like, just ask him. Let him ask in faith, and look at how much unbelief I can get away with. Nothing. You could actually split that up and say not, you know, not, and you can say a thing. Or you can say no and then say. I mean, you, 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 you can't waver. And when you really find out how wonderful the Lord is, there's no reason to waver. For he that wavers like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and talk. Notice this, let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Well, I thought it was hit or miss anyway. You don't always get things from the Lord. Well, <laughs> according to the Bible, you do. Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. And he says a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Wow. Oh, let's go back to uh, a great. Uh, uh, story here in uh book of John, John 17, here we go, John 17, let me just jump into it here, this is Jesus praying, and let's see, yeah, I got right to it, uh, verse 11, Jesus is praying, now I want you to see what he said. and now I come, uh, no, it says, now I am no more in the world, well, he was right there, but he was, Jesus was fixing to wind up going to heaven, this was before he went to the cross. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. Hello. Jesus even tells us these are in the world. Think about how many times Jesus (coughs) filled Peter's boat with fish. Cast on the right side. He did it that time, didn't he? One time Jesus was, well, Peter was asked, Do you pay that tax? And Jesus sent him down to the water and said, Cast your hook in and all that. And then after Jesus was resurrected, they were fishing. And Jesus hollers at him from the bank and says, hey, cast your net on the other side. You know, all of a sudden, they're catching things. These are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep. Leviticus, um, no, 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 wrong. Number six. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon me and give thee peace. Oh, I heard that at Wesley Baptist when we had one pastor at the end of every church. Thank God. It was getting in my thinking. I wasn't worried because I have a mom and daddy take care, of me. I never worried about nothing. But later on in my life, all of a sudden, whoa. I think the first thing I started worrying about was grades in school or whatever. If it, was, if it wasn't girlfriends or whatever. That kind of stuff. But anyway, these things keep coming back. He says, Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. What does he mean, keep? What does he mean, keep? The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon me and be gracious unto thee. The word keep is protect. I'm going to prove it right here with the words of Jesus. While I was with them in the world, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept. What is this word, Kept, keep, and kept. What is that? What did he do? It had nothing about going to heaven because he said, I kept them in the world. He says, and none of them, here we go, none of them is lost except for the fellow that committed suicide, and that was Judas. But the son of perdition, now this is very important because some people would like to jump in and say, well, I probably had it too. Uh Uh-uh. That the scripture might be fulfilled. There's no scripture out there that says you're in trouble. That's not going to happen. And he says, Now I come to thee, Holy Father. And uh, 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 let's see, I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world that they might have, look at that, my joy fulfilled in them. I've given them thy word, and the world has hated them because they're not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Now, he's not done yet. Watch this. Jesus is so interested in your daily problems. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that, look at this, that you should is, keep them from the evil. Wow. They're not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Let's go back over here just a moment. Let's see. That was uh, verse 15. Uh I'm going to get verse 15 out of the Living Bible here just one second. Get them to help us out just a moment. John, let's see, John 17, and down here, verse 15. Uh, Oh, this is good. Let's catch this right here. He said, I'm not asking you to take, well, that's it. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from Satan's power. A lot of times they we think, well, i have just, you know, as long as I won't sin, you know, he keeps me. That's from car wrecks to trouble to disasters. It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Oh. Look at this. <clears throat> During my time here, I have kept them safe within your family. All these who you gave me. I guarded them. Praise the Lord so that none, not a one of them passed, except the son of hell, as the scriptures foretold. Praise God, Oh, Let's go one last place here, and we'll stop. Oh, let me get to it here. Uh, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. And I believe it's five. Let me over and look. Let's see. Here, right. Oh, let's see. I oh, don't think Matthew's five. No, okay, it's six. Yeah, I knew better. I knew it was six. Uh, Let's see, go to Matthew six. Here we go. Take my eight. That's what works. Let's see, let's take it, let's back up just a little bit here. And uh, we'll take verse six. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet. Well, first off, Why bother to pray? There's nothing to do about it. Yes, there is. When you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut thy door, pray to your father, which is in secret. And your father, which is in secret, notice he didn't say he'll be silent, you know. No. He'll reward you openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think they'll be heard because of their much speaking. Be not therefore like unto them. Uh, for your Father knows what things you have need of before you ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Now, hang on a second. I mean, I know we've heard this, but act like we've never heard it. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. See, it sounds like it's not taking place, and he's saying, I'm praying that it will take place. Yeah, because there's a lot of bad things going on down here today. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Think about that. Deliver us from evil. Sounds like just like Psalm 25. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. I, I just think that we just give up way too soon sometimes <clears throat> because we never ask the Lord, like uh, he tells us to of the book of Psalms, to call on him to ask, us, uh, to ask him to get us out of trouble. Oh, one, one last thing. Matthew six verse eleven. Let's let me, let's look at this here in the living Bible. Just one second. Oh, catch up a little bit here. Oops. Matthew six. There we go. Five. There we go. Eleven. Um, yeah. Verse verse eleven. Give us our food again today as usual. Wow. Forgive us our sins, just as we have forgiven those who sinned against us. Don't bring us into temptation, but, uh, he says, but deliver us from the evil one. Remember the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, the shield of faith will quench every fiery dart of the wicked. But anyway, praise the Lord. I mean, God's right there to help us at all times. Father, we just thank you that by your stripes that uh, we're healed, your